Welcome to 15K Plus Random Movie Reviews, where we take random movies from Metacritic's 15K Plus Movies to randomly watch whether we like it or not. Hello and welcome to episode 43 of 15K Plus Random Movie Reviews. This is Colin. And this is Noel. And this is Random Movie 3059 in Metacritic's all-time list. It is The Blind Swordsman, colon, Zatwichi. Zatwichi. It's uh, from 2003. It runs for 116 minutes. It's got a meta score of 75 and a user score of 7.2. Box office worldwide was 32.3 million, which I think is probably a successful movie for Japanese release in mm -hmm. Japan with, with subtitles. The uh, nutshell summary is director Takeshi Kitano takes on Japanese cinematic legends Atochi. Kitano stars the blind wanderer with a distinctive red cane and a shock of platinum blonde hair. Softly spoken, he makes a living as a masseur and by gambling, but his humble, shuffling facade makes uh, masks a lightning fast, deadly swordsman. Did you, did you overall enjoy Zatoichi? Uh, I Yeah, yes, I did. Um... Yeah, but that might be a very strong word to use. Um, it was it wasn't painful. Uh, there, there were elements of this movie I really enjoyed, and there were elements of this movie that really irked me. Yeah, well, let's let's bring out the elephant in the room and the most horrendously stupid production choice. Oh, the 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 CGI blood squirts. Yeah, and the fact that the swords were just faked coming through the bodies and were like yeah, shaking yeah, yeah. shaking well uh, well just it was just lended itself to a knot it's not real this isn't real and the it, did, it didn't need to be or if you were going to go that hard into cgi you you want to comic book it up uh but it doesn't it didn't need that i think practical effects probably would have been cheaper would have been much more effective I I I I don't get that choice. I really don't. It 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 annoyed me straight away because it starts off with this straight away. Yeah, yeah. We we meet Satrichi sitting by the side of the road doing his usual sighing and oh, blind, <laughs> still blind. Oh god, I'm still blind. Yeah. So he's uh, he's resting on the side of the road, and a bunch of hooligans come up and. The little boy comes over to them and they go, "Yo, take his cane away from him." And we'll give you a, give you a couple of quid if you yeah knock his cane and steal it. Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah, we'll teach him. So of course, Atrici lets the little kid take it anyway. But um, of course, he it's a little trap there, you know. He's like, "Oh," and the hoodlums come over and go, "Yo, even a kid can take your cane away from you." you even a master is powerless without his sword, you jerk. Yeah. Oh, fatal last words. It's a nice little introduction because Zatwichi uh, just breaks the guy's ankle. Go <coughs> bit of a Hussera the bone woman there. <laughs> stubby, stubby, stubby. Yeah, Suddenly lots of several stubs. dads are dead. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's uh, a guy just running away. Um, but yeah, we we begin the whole movie with the whole fake blood, CGI blood, and yeah, it was a production choice. He did he did say it. Um, the dude, uh, Kata uh, Takeshi Kitano, who starred in it and directed this, uh, he basically said, yeah, I, I, there's going to be a lot of violence, so I wanted this to be like a blooming flower on the screen. I, I get that, but if you look at uh, uh, well, um, Kill Bill. Yeah, which I was. Practical yeah. effects, blooming yeah. flower of blood. Beautiful in it. 
disturbing kind of way, but beautifully done. Uh, this and is, real, yes, absolutely real. And it's it's comic book. Uh, it, it's silly, but effective, and you know hits the mark. This it feels fake. It feels stuck on the top. Um, I don't know. It's just so incredibly fake that it just doesn't work, unfortunately. Yeah, and we, you'll see some scenes where the um, guy who's getting stabbed, his back is to the to the camera, and then the sword will come through it, and it's just floating like in the middle of his yeah. torso. Yeah, like a mem, like a like something you'd see in um, TikTok. It's just stuck on the top. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a TikTok account, everybody, if you want to follow. And, <laughs> um, yeah. So then, and you kind of, and I think you're right as well. Like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna CGI the blood, then I want to see fountains of it. I want to see. Oh yeah, go hard. Yeah, just like Kill Bill, where you sort of it just gushes like a geezer. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we we go from that introduction scene to then we see this young young dude, uh, the Ronin for hire, basically, the bodyguard for hire. He's um, chopping down some fellas. Um, and then we see, and quickly we then we see these uh, two geishas, the Naruto sisters, um, garroting a cleric. Um, yeah, I, I liked I liked the whole story arc of the geisha girls. Um, it was interesting. It was complex a little bit. Yeah. And, yeah. I would have liked more of them, um, but... Um, we, we don't. We get a bit more, actually. A little bit of backstory later on, which is actually kind of painful at times. But yeah, yeah. They're, two, they're two good characters in the. Mm. In, there's a couple of dodgy, stupid characters in this. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like uh, Shinkichi, the comic foil. Oh, uh, yeah. Or the, or the naked spearman. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought there was going to be this a, a predictable trope where he helps. I really delighted that didn't happen. I have it written down here at the very end of the movie. I went, yes, he doesn't do anything. Because yeah. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. make sense that he would. And it is a trope, but, you know, he comes to the rescue at the end. No. No. Thank you no. for not doing it. He's just an interesting character to have in the community. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's basically just this uh, guy dressed up in a sumo loincloth with a sign, and he wants to be a samurai, and he just runs around screaming with a with a lance or whatever the Japanese equivalent of the lance is. I'm sure there's a name for it, but... Big, yeah. pikey stick. Pike, yeah. Um... So yeah, we see so like we see three sort of violent introductory scenes there, and you're kind of going right. Who's that guy who killed those two guys? He's got a wife as well, and she's pretty sick. So who, who, what's that all about? Then we see the sisters going, "Okay, you're the cleric of the Naruto family, so now we're killing you." Then yeah, so she he then this one of the siblings stabs him, and you see another fake bit of blood, and it just spurts up in a little as if you know. Your tap in your kitchen sink just splash back at you. No, there's no gush. <laughs> there's no gushing. There's no yeah, gushing. Yeah. I want I like gushes. I, I appreciate the garroting, but the with, with the stab, <laughs> it should have been, you know. And there was an ar- arterial strike as well, so it would have gushed. Yeah. So that should have been all over the place. Um, but no, no, just a bit of CGI. And see, that's the problem as well. When it's CGI, nobody gets blood on them. Splattered, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they have a few dots on them, but it's it's yeah, it's not messy. Um, so we so after all those things, we get this nice introductory sort of music thing where the hose in the fields are making the music. Yeah, I I kind of enjoyed this. I, I yeah. as it was as it was building into the the music as they were farming, I was kind of going, oh, I don't know, but 
the, the rhythm, something about it kind of made me smile. Um, and it was weird as well, though. It was weird. And I, I, like, I think it bookends what happens at the end as well with weirdness, with a weird production well, choice. That, that, that annoys me for other reasons, but we can get into that later. We'll get into that later. I thought I was watching a Bollywood movie at the end. Of the exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I said, where's Simon Cowell to hit the red bu- big red button? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was strange. interesting. Yeah, it was strange. Uh, I, I'll say it now, in fact, that we've mentioned it. Um, you've opened that door. Yeah. I was surprised by the amount of money they must have spent on the choreography for that. Where yeah. That money could have been spent on practical effects and a bit more fight scene choreography to yeah. be honest yeah yeah i agree it's um i thought the, the the music at the end was catchy and but it was it was just a bit weird it didn't fit right into the whole no scope this this is a this isn't this isn't a movie with funky songs it's not supposed to be it, it's 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 a period piece set what 1850s in the edo um shogun shogunate yeah what's that got to do with bollywood <laughs> Yeah, I felt like Slumdog Millionaire at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The train station. <laughs> um, but yeah, back to the intro. Like, I, I did like that hose making hose making music. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, um, a, that's a title of an amazing movie right there. <laughs> you hose making music. Uh, anyway, um, Satrichi has made his way from killing a few dudes, hoodlums on the road. He's helping Ant Uwemi. Uh, with her mm. veggies coming home, and uh, he's a he's an interesting character. And I didn't really think I was going to like him the way he has been portrayed by Takeshi because he was just giggling weirdly and, and muttering, you know. And I was like, but I grew to like that. During it's the same movie. as, and it's weird because there's very little to his character, but it's yeah, it's, it's kind of it's kind of subtle, and it kind of, as you say, it kind of grows on you a bit. It does. It was just a little bit. I don't know, strange at the start. It's like, are you going to, can you talk? Are you blind and mute? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it did feel yeah. a bit like that. Yeah, so we head back to the, um, to the, to the Ronin for hire dude. He's, he's in a room with his, um, I thought, I, at this point, I thought they might have been just siblings, sister and brother, but it's his wife and she's sick. And he's like going, I have to do, I'm going to have to do some work. I have to do some official work. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a skilled yeah. Ronin, you know, so. Um, to to me, if I was him with those skill sets, um, instead of working for a bunch of jerks, I would have just killed them all, take the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he didn't. He wasn't too, you know, shy of just killing people left, right, and center. So yeah, he could. Yeah, just... regardless of whether or not they deserved it, he did it for money. Uh, why not yeah. just kill the guys that paid you to kill some guys uh, and know they were bad guys in the first place? Yeah, and you could have paid for some, you know, whatever. Medicine. Straight Medicine. away for your yeah. wife who needs it now. <laughs> yeah, quite quite seriously, she needs not, something. Not, not six months down the line. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so he heads, he heads to the pub, and the pub is a very central um, thing mm, to the... It certainly the, is. To the, um, and I actually called it, actually. I, 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 I called something during this. I said, the old man behind the counter is a little bit interesting. He's going to be something. I don't. I didn't know he was going to be what he was, but I thought he was something. There was something extra to him. Uh, yeah. But anyway, we got there. Anyway, he's in the pub and he goes, "Yo, um, can you tell that gang boss here, you know, uh, that I'm available for hire to um, 
Oh no, he, what does he do? He slices the sake first yeah, in the does, pub. Yeah, there's a couple of lads coming in doing a bit of a protection job on the on, on the pub, on the sake pub. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He interrupts their shakedown uh, by chopping one of the lads' sake bottles in half. And he said, yeah. run for her, buddy. Uh, go tell your boss. Yeah, hurry up. And they all run out screaming <laughs> comically. Yeah. So boss comes in and he says, all right, show me your skills. And he, he goes... <laughs> You know, and he sees his rope is, uh, is on his sash is like broken. He's like, oh. That's interesting. Look down. The sword is in between his toes. I don't know how he didn't spot that. Yeah, yeah. At least all his toes were there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine if you looked down and his toe was gone. <laughs> oh, my foot. It's gone. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you're hired? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know whether I should be hiring you or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, uh, yeah. Again, interesting. Um, it 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 didn't really show anything happening other than. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Again, yeah. I would have liked a little bit of choreography here, a little bit of something swordsmanship. Yeah. yeah, you're right. A lot of the a lot of the fight scenes lacked a bit of uh, production, a lot of planning, a bit of planning to it. Like even at the end when Ronan for hire and. Sato's face off. It's like it's in, it's it's quite clever the way it's done, but uh, it lasts it's like a second. Over too quick because it's been building up. It really has. It's been building up the whole way through the movie, and you know there's going to be like it's obvious. The first twenty seconds after the first scene's over and the Ronin pops up, you know they're going to meet and it's going to be a fight. So I, even though it's a trope, I want it to be you know, I want it to be good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's been built up. Give me, give me what I want. God dang it! Yeah, even at the end of like Kill Bill two, when uh, yeah, when the bride meets Bill, there's a bit of a fight, but then it's it's it is actually a little bit quick. You know, the the three the three hit heart thingy. Yeah, but that that was kind of built up throughout the movie, two movies as well, because that that yeah. move had been discussed, and you know, the relationship she had with her sensei had been built up so at least there was substance to why it ended so quick yeah they do meet once and uh it doesn't happen in, just in quite yet in the pub yeah the pub it's like the rovers return from uh <laughs> coronation <laughs> street everything happens in the pub yeah um anyway we head back um zato was actually he set up shop with ant and and Oemi, and he's uh, he's just chopping logs and throwing logs into the into a pile like behind him like an engine. Just he can do anything with his eyes closed. Basically, um, we get sort of a backstory that the Ginzo boss he wants to uh, off the other two clans, and that's a running theme throughout where the two clans get um, knocked off so supposedly throughout the throughout the movie. Yeah. Um, yep. The yelling sumo man pops up here, the comic relief guy that we, we say we told you about earlier. He's running around Aunt 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 Wamey's house and just screaming. He's yeah, he's a backer. He's an idiot. Yeah. Backerdess. Backerdess. And, and and what I like is he's not in it for very long. It doesn't really go into him being an idiot or anything like that. He's just an incidental character. They kind of like him. So he's left, left alone. He's not picked on by the bad guys. He's not picked on by the good guys. Good. Yeah. Um, but he's incidental. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's, he's an, he's an interesting character to be in there just running around. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, then Anto Amy 
then describes his her nephew as a yes as a gambling dude and there's an interesting fade in when she's talking about his gambling because he's there gambling when she's talking like sort of this semi fade in mm. that never really fully fades in so it's another sort of interesting production choice when she's telling um zato about i, I kind of like that to be honest it's it nice and subtle yeah um, not as bad as some of the other production choices yeah um uh what, what else happens then because that was saying, yeah, I'm gonna gonna head back, head out and get some sake and yeah. So this is where Ronan, Mister Ronan, and Ichi. Uh, I gonna I call him Ichi because I, I googled the name of the movie because Ichi is yeah. his name, and Zato Zato so, no Ichi would actually be um, Ichi the uh, masseuse or Ichi the lowest caste blind. Yeah, Tingimijigi. Yeah. Uh, but his name name's Ichi, so I, I, I've written down Ronan and Ichi meet in the pub, and they size each other up for the first time. But before this happens, an important thing happens. Um, both guys have asked for sake, and uh, Pops, the old, old man behind the bar, is sent down with a new bottle to each guy. Mm-hmm. Gives it to Ronan, gives it to um, Ichi. But in the process of giving it to Ichi, he kicks over Ichi's cane. Yeah, and picks it up, uh, and this is where we find out that it's a sword. And then Ronan's like, "Ooh, yeah!" Before this, Ronan, um, we see see we see him killing a couple of people. The car, yep. the, the cart, I think, in the in the. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes, the, the, so, the other family that needs to be knocked off. So that yeah, the, yeah, the first the clan, basically. Yeah, yeah, easily so, done. Yeah, very easily done, and um, it's interesting to note that because. Uh, Ichi, as we'll call him from now on, he um he says, "I smell blood on you," and they meet. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So just just describe the drawing of swords here, because it basically determines the uh, end fight. It it shows like, the the gulf and skills between the two lads as well. But um, as the Ronin is pulling his sword from its scabbard. Uh, Ichi already has his blade pretty much drawn across the Ronin's throat. And he says, not enough room in here to fight. And they leave it like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, he basically looking, he's basically criticizing the way he pulls out his sword because Ichi has it basically vertically opening up and the Ronin, yeah. uh, Hattori is his name, the Ronin. Yeah, we're going to uh, pull, it, pull it out from his body to fight. Yeah, horizontally out. Not nearly enough distance. No. So uh, that's interesting to note because that's that's um, you can see at the end when they face off each other his thinking when he sees his uh, yeah his, uh, his Ichi pulling his uh, sword out. Anyway, um, wifey's not happy that uh, Ronan is doing some killing. Nope, she ain't. No, is this uh, for me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so then we have a flashback then to Hatori training and. Uh, he um he's training with some dude and he, the dude, dude is just, with a wooden sword. Yeah, dude with a wooden sword. And he pretty he, the, the dude with a wooden sword is just pretty much beating the shit out of everybody, all of the students, all of the um Ronin students. And then we just flash back to not current day, but I think it's maybe a few years prior. Maybe he goes to that oh, dude. Yeah. He goes, he goes to the, and yeah, he goes, yeah, I'm coming here to regain my honor. Because you hit me in the butt with a wooden <laughs> pole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you embarrassed yeah. me. 
but I haven't been able to live it down. Anyway, the guy is sick, and he said, "Yeah, well, is there any honor go, in, in go kill- ahead? I don't really care, buddy." <laughs> yeah, any honor in just killing a sick man? So he sees the wooden pole, and he kills that instead. Got to kill <laughs> something. Yeah. All right. Have that, you inanimate object. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he, he's a bit of a doofus. This woman. actually, the, the one thing annoyed me, uh, and I, it annoys me in many of the movie, but. Um, if you're a samurai or you're a ronin and you've put blood on your blade, you don't put it back in its scabbard with blood on it. But Mr. Ronin does that twice in this movie. You put it back in the scabbard with blood, you're lining the scabbard with blood, and you're leaving blood on your blade. It's going to get crusty. It'll get (laughs) crusty. And these blades are really precise. You don't want to be doing that. It's like blood is acidic, so it'll just etch. Don't stupid, do that. So if you're going to be wrong. killing people with a sword, don't do that. That's my advice. Yeah. You hear that, all you Ronin out there? <laughs> uh, all right. So we see this. Uh, we see a bit of a gambling scene here, and this is it's. Uh, I kind of like the gambling scenes. Yeah, so do I actually. It's, it's, yeah. it's interesting. So Ichi comes in and he just sits there. Just he, he never really he never looks. He's always looking down and away when he's in somewhere, and so. He's there listening to the dice roll because it's a simple game. It's odds and evens. So two dice in a cup and it's rolled. And so Ichi is basically using his heightened hearing senses to understand when the dice have rolled odd and the dice have rolled even. And so Shinkichi is there with him sort of yeah, trying uh, listen, to learn being from able to Being able to hear dice and where it falls is obviously daft. But this is one of the things I was more than happy to ignore the silliness of it because oh, yeah. it's actually quite a good scene yeah I, mean, I, I didn't really question this i don't think at any point actually in this movie that i go really i was like because you know what you're when you're watching a japanese yeah, movie yeah, yeah. when you're watching a japanese movie you're, you're getting you're going to get a lot of goofiness and unreal yeah. stuff but it's you've it's just got part. to accept it if you're going to watch the movie you have to take certain things as uh, yeah, fact you know you know they're, you know they're silly but let it go and just enjoy the movie type yeah it's part and parcel of the, of it all anyway he gets shinkichi who's uh, aunt oemi's nephew a bit of a few wins and they're they're outside and they're looking in at the the geishas for hire and the two siblings come up to him and go yo you want to Good time. Fancy you want a party? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. we, we cut the two to two guys her. are like, yeah, sure, why not? And each is like, sure. Yeah, he's like, hmm, yeah, hmm. Well, he, <laughs> he, he knows something's up. Oh, he always does. He's always two steps ahead. So he's, um, so it cuts to a scene where some idiot clown is doing some stupid scene. That annoyed me, actually. It was just so annoying. Just, <laughs> just him. Yes. Yeah. Me. Yeah. So um, they're down and they're like going, oh, would you like us to dance and sing for you? And then she's got a sword in her uh, lute or whatever the Japanese instrument is. It's a Japanese lute, I'll, I'll say for for this. So she kind of she twangs the strings a little, a little to um, to get the, the sword out, and Ichi goes, "Oh, why are you why are you releasing the tension on your strings?" And then she's like, "Uh, what? <laughs> how, did you, how did how do you know that you blind fecker?" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, something like, "And you're not a woman." And all the audience goes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So one of the siblings is a boy. And then, so basically then she's like going, well, you're not going to believe our story, but here's our backstory. And I actually like the backstory scene. Same here. Uh, I think it's, it's well played. It, it, it's kind of, 
you know, it's a bit difficult to watch kids in a bad situation. Yeah. And it, it is a particularly bad situation that they go through. It did remind me of uh, the scene in uh, Kill Bill where it turns into anime. and Yeah, yeah, it's exactly what I was thinking while watching it as well. Yeah. I can't remember this, the schoolgirl's character's name in Kill Bill, but it's her backstory. Same theory. Or, or, or he, no, he eat you or something like that. I can't remember. That, that was the... Um... No, that's uh, Lucy Liu, Orinichi. Yeah, yeah, Orinichi, sorry, yes. Yeah. Uh, that was her, wasn't it? That was No, that's Lucy Liu. That's the uh, the head who gets her head scalped in... The, yeah, I thought uh, that's that that was the backstory of how she became an assassin. Oh, oh, is that oh, is that her? I thought that was the schoolgirl character with the spiky. No, no, cha- no, that was chamber. that was her. Well, I I could be wrong. I'll have to rewatch to be sure. God, we suck. Who the fuck? <laughs> what the hell? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, it's... yeah. Because she was the daughter of a GI and uh, um, was Japanese. Yeah, Japanese half Japanese yeah, yeah, half yeah. and Chinese that, heritage too. Yeah, so that was her heritage. Uh, she's half Chinese, half Japanese, as the, um, I think it's RZA or the song goes, or it's one of the songs in the soundtrack, <laughs> or Anichi, half Chinese, half Japanese. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that reminded me of it. It's good. Basically, yeah, the, her, the, the siblings uh, hide under, uh, are feeding a little white mouse under the house, and the uh, clans. Yeah, that, that saves their lives. Um, yeah. The clans that are in the in this little village that they're in right now are the ones that killed their mum and dad and all the rest of the staff, basically. One of the clerics that they killed at the start of the movie let them in, open the door. So that so we kind of we loop that we kind of do a full circle of that and we're like going okay that's that loose end tied up that's fine. Yeah, so their 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 backstory is revenge and they're just about revenge and, and revenge. Spent the last 10, 15 years revenge, which I get. yeah, and revenge is a is a good strong backstory for any movie you yeah. can't really go wrong with it so uh what else have we got here so um we've got then oh yeah we've got <laughs> we've got shinkichi trying to listen to the dice <laughs> row um yeah failing miserably yeah um we've got the uh the clan kicking the woman out of her in saying yeah you've got three days so there's tension wrapping up ramping up in this town like these clans are nothing are no good people basically yeah they're jerks yeah they so deserve some ichi justice that's what they deserve yeah and they're gonna get it um <laughs> so the bro insists now geishas are uh, in the pub and they're looking for work say hey can you get mr og and lord sakai to if they want some geishas and they go oh yes let's do that so then we've got this sort of um, cool scene where the two, the, the brother who is actually the dancer is dancing and uh, Shinkichi and I- Ichi are gambling. And there's sort yeah. of a blend between the two scenes. And I think that was, that was quite good. It's uh, very good. well done actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then the, uh, oh yeah. So then, yeah, that's the whole big uh, shit show at the gambling place, isn't it? Ichi goes nuts and yeah, chops um, his arm off. Because they're getting a bit sick of Ichi winning, so they decide to change dice mid-throw. Uh, but Ichi, he's like, eh, those dice don't sound the same as the ones you put in originally. Why did you uh, change that? Yeah. yeah, and then they start shouting, and Ichi's like, nah, I'm not shouting back, I'm just going to chop you up. Yeah, so he chops off the dice roller's arm digitally. And Digitally, it looks terrible. Yeah. And then he kills a lot more people in there too. But it was a very good scene. I thought it was quite good, apart from the CGI blood and stuff. 
This is where he, I think he chops a candle so it, it, the light goes out. So, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. he already had massive advantage because he's he's a, he's a god dang ninja. Uh, but now nobody can see apart from him, and they're all screaming and running around with swords, and he's just killing them all. Yeah, that's a good scene. And in the meantime, the brother, bro, the, the Mr. Lord Sakai is like going to the brother. Yeah, let's get out of here. I need to uh, take you with me now. And sisters going no that's not going to happen so uh slaps mr oj or hits him across the hits him across the face with her massive plectrum <laughs> yeah yeah dead plectrum yeah uh, so they all they all get out of there and they all just run to um, aunt Oemi's home during the the rain soaked night which uh sometimes you could tell that the rain was digital as well yeah, during some yeah. of the scenes especially the, the next day it's still raining and um uh, Mr. Nephew goes out with the umbrella. Oh, with the umbrella. It's just so it's not raining. animated. It's not raining, no. It's not raining. Yeah, it's yeah, that was bad. Um, Got a watering can over his head would have done the same job. <laughs> yeah, which I probably think they were doing some at some point. Um, so then the yeah the Ginzo boss they know where they are and they know who they are and oh yeah they're the um, Naruto sisters and Oichi that blind Masuro guy must be Zatichi. Yeah. Um, but hey, let's not go after them now. Let's get the Funahachi gang first. That's what the Ginzo boss says. Um, yeah, that, you know, in terms of priority, you go for the one that's existential. <laughs> yeah, that's silly, silly move, buddy. Yeah. So then we have um, a rain fight sequence, which is the Ronin. Uh, yeah, he just tells everybody to, you guys sit back. This is mine. I got this. And he just takes the other clan to pieces. Uh, yeah. Which is a nice piece of choreography. Uh, oh, it's terrible, though. The CGI, when he when he pushes through the bamboo stick and his thumb falls oh, listen, off. That's... Ugh. It was terrible. That's because, like, the, the CGI wasn't needed because you can have practical effects the exact same thing. The guys can clearly move a little bit anyway with a bit of choreography. Why not just leave it with that? You know, make it real. Yeah, please, please make it real. Please, sir. <laughs> um, or spend more money on your CGI. Yeah, but even that, it's like you've got a great idea for to put the sword, all, to cut the sword yeah. halfway through and the, the practical, bamboo stick. The practical effect is almost fully done. Yeah, and then he just decides, oh, no, I'm just going to put it through the hand as well. It just looks terrible. It's, it's it does, so bad. It does. Uh, oh, in between this, um, they painted eyes on Zatuichi, and he looked funny. <laughs> <laughs> I did find that a humorous one. That was funny. Right. That was funny. Uh, um, That's how they, he, sn- they snuck out of town, because oh, he's got eyes. Clearly not a man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they didn't even have to show it to him anyway, because he was hidden. Yeah. But um, we have another sibling flashback here to, to tell their story after they left their family and had to go around, and the brother had to go in for some dodgy tricks. dealings yeah it was terrible and, and it wasn't very nice no no it was it was not it was not good i, I actually to be honest i thought the scene was well shot i thought it, it was quite poignant so i yeah it was well, very it was very good because they split the dance when he was a boy yes. to a, the dance today when he was practicing in Aunt Oemi's house. So that was very good because and even the splicing between it were really dead on. It was like the exact body. And posture. you really feel sorry for the the man slash boy in 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 that one scene because yeah. the things he's had to go through in his life to achieve, well, to keep him and his sister alive, and to make the dream of 
getting revenge alive yeah. as well. So it, it, it's a tough one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. So that's this is when Shakiti takes a walk. I don't know where the hell he, he does. He he doesn't doesn't go anywhere. Shikiti, he says he's going he? he's going into town to see what this what's going on. Uh, but I thought he was going to like I thought that would have led into a kidnappy type situation because he's a bumbling idiot. He's always going to get caught. Uh, and yeah. the crime boss is looking for him, and they know who he is. Yeah. But nothing comes from it. He just danders back a few minutes later. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the whole point of that was. And then we have another scene where this other sort of temporary gambling place gets a visit by the the Ginzo gang, and um, there uh, Ronan kind of fucks them yeah. up, right? No, that this is where they is basically they. This is before the, the that gang gets wiped out, um, and this is yeah. The, Basically saying we want to stand up fight with you guys, um, so they smash and absolutely destroy the the Ginzo peeps because they're crap and they didn't bring the um, one good guy that they have can fight, Mister Ronan chap. Yeah. So that sets up the face off between the two. Yeah, and Ginzo wins and Funahachi loses. Yep, one nil. Then we have a really thick a scene that should be cut out of the movie. It's with Shinkichi doing a comic relief combat training with three idiots, and they just bash him over the head with sticks. I know. It reminded me a little bit of, what was that movie? Um, God, the Kung Fu... Panda? <laughs> no, not that bad. <laughs> Shaolin Kung Fu? Shaolin. No, not that good. <laughs> yeah. There was a, there was a, a piss take kung fu movie years ago and fighting a cow and stuff just ridiculous stupid doesn't need to be done anyway it'll come to me um but it it just it was a waste of five minutes yeah yeah it was it was and it didn't have any um extra sort of impact on the rest of the movie those three guys did not get trained and didn't play any part in solving the issue of getting the clan out of the town yeah, so the sibling, siblings go back to the pub and want to say sorry to OG. And basically they tell everything to the barman, like where they are, who they are. Yeah. It's like, that's so weird. So then... Um, oh yeah, Ichi's up in uh, the aunt's house there. So if you want yeah. to say hello, I guess like, oh, come on guys, really? You've, been, you've survived 15 years playing your trade as a, basically as assassins and you just tell everybody everything. That's yeah. a mistake. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So um, that sort of gang heads out there and burns down um, Anto Wemi's house, naturally. I thought they were going to kill him. I don't know why they didn't kill him. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that either. Um, it would have been definitely their MO, like, you know. Um... Yeah. Um, before this, Satrichi headed back into town. It was like, all right, we need to, we're probably going to have to sort things out here. He um, smells, he stops, smells the burning, keeps going. I thought he was going to go back, but he's, he, he keeps going. He's on Puts a back. Yeah, he puts back the scarecrow, which yeah, a... I I I never like the, the scarecrow straw scarecrow pops up several times and kids playing it with and stuff like that. But I don't really yeah. get the. Re- I, I might be missing something. Um, you are missing I'm... a little something because in Japanese folklore and culture, the um, the scarecrow is a symbol of guardianship. Oh, oh, okay. Well, that would fit in with Mister Ichi because that's exactly what he is. Effectively, yeah, he just exactly. turns up and protects everybody. Yeah, so they're um, 
Yeah, it fits, it fits right in with the next scene. Yeah, two, ge- two geisha girls who are over in Ogie's um, house have been found out, and they've now been surrounded by like forty uh, uh, goons, goons, hired goons, hired goons. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So I think that I think there's a symbolism in them putting back up the scare. Of course, like yeah, yeah. guardians in town, motherfuckers. You know, my buddies Oi. need me. Uh, yeah. Yep. The the two geisha are about to be run through with about twenty swords. Yeah. And, uh, and as one guy goes to stick the blade in, a blade comes through a wooden fence and kills him instead. Yeah. And then quite definitely just pops up to undo the latch, undo yeah. the wooden beam. <laughs> I, I like that. I really like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. So he kicked ass, and it's a good scene actually. He he just kills everybody, and again. He, there's no no uh, competition. He's he just he does. Oh, it's easy. It really is easy. And uh, it never once. He's he's kind of like I, I haven't really seen One Punch Man, but he, in this he's like he's no one even comes close. Ronan no. scratches him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He does at the end. It's coming up. The end is coming up. Yeah. Um, yeah. This next scene, the bodyguard, the Ronan's wife is at home doing something, and I was like going, hmm, what the hell is she doing? A small little blade. Yeah. She's got a band around her waist uh oh yeah prepping herself so then we see it's Zato and Ron, the Ronan Hattori on the beach they're ready big bonfire f- big bonfire so here's the deal here's what happens they're quite near to each other um, Zato Ichi opens his sword a little bit just like what he did in the pub and you can see Hattori's face going oh I know how he's going to swipe now uh, and it just kind of flashes back a little bit to the pub. And so it's kind of like, okay. But then Ichi changes his angle a little bit and he goes, huh? And you're dead. <laughs> you're dead. It's over. Yeah. So yeah. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Yeah. Next scene, his wife kills herself as well as if she knew, yeah, he's dead. He's not coming back. Yep. Yep. Um, then, yeah. So one of the other clans, the head dude, I can't remember, it was Mr. Oji or something. He's dead in the water or something as well. Yeah, Oji's dead in the water. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't actually get to see him die. Or, or, no, I don't know how he it. died. He died of exposure or something overnight. I don't know. <laughs> Heart attack. Yeah. God knows. Sato's okay. Or Ichi is okay because he's a bandage on his shoulder. He's smiling whimsically, sitting on a bed um, in the next scene. Yeah. Then we have the and then we have the next musical um, number where the construction workers are beating out a tune to the song, building up Aunt Wamey's house again. So that's quite nice as well. And then there's four of them sitting on a bench just discussing, you know, chatting away. and stuff like that. Here's where I write down: Would you actually help the guys rebuilding your house, you lazy <laughs> No, because there's roles for people, and they're probably the the bloody leaders of the town now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get to work. They're the new gang boss members. Yeah, get to work. So, you know, the the four of them, so the two siblings, brother and sister, Shinkichi and uh, Antoemi, they're all there, happy, and uh, Zatoichi's off again. He's gone. He's done. So he's wandering around, and these ninjas just pop out of nowhere. (laughs) The sand ninjas, as they put it Sand ninjas. (laughs) So buried in the ground somehow, and then suddenly they spring up. But Ichi's got them, you know? He's like, oh, yeah, chop, chop, chop. Yeah. Get get back down, you lazy feckers. Yeah. All of the ninjas come and blah. So then, so just to let people know, there's two people that worked behind the bar, um, a middle-aged dude, let's say, and his elderly 
dad, was it? Or supposed to be his dad no, or just he, a worker? His, the story he gave was that he was some guy he found on the street. Uh, and he yeah. took him in. Now, but that gets kind of reversed in a couple of seconds. It does, it does. So the middle-aged dude is one of the ninjas? Yeah, he is. Isn't he? No, he's just he's just a homeless guy that uh, the uh, the boss man took in. Yeah, I know, but he comes. He's he's there. In the, oh, he's there in, in, in the street. Uh, with he's there Ichi. in the street. So the he ninjas says, are kind of protecting him. Yeah, so he's there with Ichi when all the ninjas die. This middle-aged dude behind the bar is standing there, going, "How did you know I was the Kuchinawa boss?" And he was like, "Yeah, the minute." I met you, I could smell you or something. What did he say? I don't know. I can't remember. Um, I, I wrote down what he says to the next guy. <laughs> yeah. um, but at this point, Zatoichi opens his eyes and he's got these beautiful um, Kurt Lazarus from <laughs> Tropic <laughs> That's exactly what they're like. They're mad blue eyes. Um, yeah. like, like Almost like they're glowing. Uh, What's the name of that fake movie with Tobey Maguire? In the, the Devil's Alley. Del, Devil's Alley. Abbey. <laughs> Abbey. Or, Ali, yeah. Ali. Is it Ali or Abbey? I thought it was Abbey. It, as an Ali, as in the reference to the back end, you know. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Anyway, he opens his eyes and hey, he does, he's not blind. He just closes his eyes a lot. Yeah. Um. So anyway, he it's kills just, him. <laughs> kills then, him. But wait, there's more. Wait, there's more. He goes to the bar and the old bar guy is there. Old, the oldest bar guy is there and go... And he goes, How did you yeah, it's know? me. <laughs> How did you know? And then he references back to that scene where he knocks over the cane. Yeah. And he's just like, I knew you what you were doing. You know, you don't fool me, buddy. I got your, the cut of your jib. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then he just chops him in half. Hey. No, he doesn't. Oh, he doesn't. No, it's the guy before he, he slices up. Yeah, yeah, he just decides, no, I'm not going to kill you, buddy. Uh, I'm just going to take your eyes out. Yeah. How do you like those apples? Huh? Yeah. You like those peepers. <laughs> so, yeah, he, uh, he just swipes and blinds his eyes. Boom. Then we go on to the, the Bollywood scene, which gets turned up to 11. Right. So, yeah, so basically just quickly after that, there's a bunch of people on a stage dancing to drums. So they're, all, they're already dancing. But it, it's almost, it's it's Bollywood light. Because that, that kicks off before Pops gets killed. So it's, it's kind of segues into that, which is really weird. Uh, but then it goes back to the, right, okay, the main bad guy's dead. Now, Bollywood, all the way up to 11, <laughs> for some reason. Yeah, they go hard. They really go hard. And this was released in 2003. I don't know when Slumdog Millionaire was released. Maybe they I, should, I suspect hmm. just after or before. <laughs> like, you know, maybe leaning on that a little bit. Yeah. So um, that's not the end of uh, Zatoichi's... Uh, <laughs> there's, some, there's a weird <laughs> scene at the end. I don't know how I feel about this weird scene. It's um, so weird. It's like a few seconds long. It's basically, we see Zatoichi's face and... Surprise look walking. on his face. <laughs> a surprise look on his face and it freeze frames on us. We, we see a close-up of a rock on the ground and his eyes are open. And yep. um, Even with my eyes wide open, I can't see a damn thing. <laughs> boom. <laughs> the end. That's it. Yeah, Thank, thankfully you remember that line because I forgot <laughs> what it was fully. But yeah, he basically just freeze frames on, on his, um, his stupefied face. Ooh. Huh? The, first then we, the, the first thing that catches him out is a stone in the road. 
Yeah. But then we go back to the Bollywoods and it goes it goes even harder, right? It's, yeah. It doesn't end on his face. It ends on the Bollywood. As far as I can tell, the Bollywood dance is still going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 24 hours later. Yeah, it was it was interesting the way they ended it off. Yeah, I don't know. It, it feels thematically weird. It doesn't fit, you know, like a, a, what is a period movie, like from 1850. It's not set in India. <laughs> Yeah, it was an interesting and silly choice, maybe. Like, it was kind of catchy, but, like, I, I don't really yeah, need it. Yeah, it's catchy, but it, catchy in the right movie. Like, it's... Yes, if it was in, if it was one of the songs in Slumdog Millionaire, I'd be like, you know, clicking my... Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. It's like if all the cowboys at the end of The Good and the Bad and the Ugly just <laughs> did a hoedown, you know? Did a... <laughs> exactly, yeah. You've got a pretty reasonably serious movie with a, bit, a couple of silly little things, I suppose, through it. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then the end of, um, what was that Mel Brooks movie set in the West? Blazing Saddles. It's the end of Blazing Saddles. That's what I think this is. <laughs> yeah. But it's, not, but it's not a comedy movie, so it doesn't fit. No. No, no, it's, and I guess it's supposed to be a sort of celebration of, okay, the clans are all dead, blah, 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 we're a happy village now, so here's a dancing song number, whatever, it was yeah, weird. That, that celebration should be like a kabuki play or kabuki play, like, not, not mm. Bollywood. Yeah, yeah, it's clearly a Japanese movie with Japanese symbology and themes and historical characters yeah we don't need a sort of dance that just tap dancing a lot they wear too <laughs> tap dancing yeah it's a on. bit of river dance as well like at <laughs> times cultural appropriation there buddy <laughs> here's <laughs> michael flatley <laughs> in a kimono let's go oh god <laughs> all right so i i, I gave the plot 2.75 out of 5 i i enjoyed this movie actually i you know for all it's for all the flaws I, I noticed, I I enjoyed it. That nearly two hours went by quite quickly for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. I, I put it down as three, actually. Um, I, I had it as, as three. We dis- as yeah, we were I discussing it, it mm-hmm. I um, I marked it up um, because I... Not, <laughs> I did not, the opposite. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had it a, a little bit lower and I was thinking, actually, I did enjoy this movie. And as I talked about it, yes, I enjoyed this movie. Yes, there were some stupid bits to it, yeah. But the story itself is solid. Yeah, I um, it's above average for me. I, I I had it at three, and then when we were talking, I put it down at two point seven five, just because I think there's a lot more three rated movies that would be better. I quite think possibly, quite possibly. Yeah. I think the geisha bit was interesting to me. I maybe that story by itself would have got a bit more. I don't know. Um, yeah, that would be good. That would be good. Um, side movie to get those two as main characters but i was looking at their there's they've, they've done no other movies like that imdb can see anyway Takeshi has done a lot actually um and yeah, one movie done... that people well there's two movies that people might know him from ghost in the shell the most recent hollywood version of it uh he's yeah. the boss man in that and uh battle royale mm. yeah the original which one I, right yeah yeah which i absolutely love and he's the Takeshi from Takeshi's Castle. Do you know Takeshi's Castle? The jumping around the place, silly yeah. Japanese yeah. thing. Is that him? Yeah, that's him. He's Takeshi. Yes. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, I was shocked too. I missed that. How did I miss that? Oh my God. I don't know. Takeshi's Castle. I love that show. 
Yeah, and I actually, I, I, it's so funny. And they did a remake, re- reboot of it on Netflix, and I watched a couple of episodes. Of course, it's modernized and it's a bit more shitty, but he turns up, he comes, he comes in as Takeshi for a couple of episodes or for one episode, and it's like, huh, interesting. That that's wow! I didn't know. I didn't know Takeshi and Takeshi was called Takeshi. <laughs> I exactly knew today until last night when I read it. <laughs> oh my um, god. Hator, uh, the, uh, the actor who plays Hattori was in the two Thor movies. He uh, was, yeah. As a bit of a nobody character. Yeah, Tatanobu Asano was his name. Um, yeah, nobody else. There's a couple, a couple of the actors have done Japanese movies and stuff. I gave the acting 2.5. I thought it was average. I thought it was fine. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, 2.5. There was, there was some brutal acting. Um, I thought Takashi was quite good. Um, I yeah. The guy... The Ronin was reasonably well acted, and I thought the Geishas were very well acted. Everything else, maybe the Ant was okay too, but everything else was slapstick. Yeah, I, I thought it was just bang average. I didn't think anybody stood out. Yeah, I think the the best characters uh, were the siblings. Yeah, and uh, Takeshi himself did a, did a good did good. I kind of liked his nuance. Like I, as we said, the first scene was like, knowing, oh, is this how you're playing it? Knowing smile and not really saying much. The knowing smile and the sort of looking away and just a little affirmation grunts and stuff like that, mm. I thought was was quite nice. Uh, Sound Brackets track, I'm going to give three out of five because the two um, musical, not the Bollywood number, but the two sort of uh, ho, hoes making music in the, in the field <laughs> and the construction worker music. And then just there's there's quite a lot of abstract Japanese instrumentals throughout the movie, which sort of fitted for me. I quite, I quite liked, I quite, I, I felt it was quite appropriate the sort of music that was played I, throughout I, the movie. I mark it a bit harder because of Bollywood. It really annoyed the crap out of me. Uh, <laughs> not because it was bad song; it's just vastly inappropriate. One point yeah. five for me. That's all I can give it because that oh. was just so off the mark. Oh. Tap dance is not a Japanese celebration dance. <laughs> no, no. Um, as we've talked, um, I've I had production at three. I've, I put it down to two point five because the more I thought about it, the more that the fake blood makes the movie worse. And it's not a bad movie. It's just that. It's ma- it makes it an average movie with the fake blood. I really wanted to see physical gushes and everybody covered in jam, strawberry jam. <laughs> <laughs> not raspberry jam. That wouldn't look good at all. No, no, that's not good. Uh, no, I, I, again, um, I may be a bit negative on this one because it really annoyed me from the get-go. Uh, I put 1.5. Um, mm-hmm. There are some good production elements in this, like the fading in... Fading over and back between yeah, like, that was good. during the when you were training the dance moves, that, yeah, that was, was fantastic. Good. Yeah, but the blood and then the umbrella scene. <laughs> There's just a couple of bits yeah. in it really drag it hard down for me. Yeah, it was noticeable. Yeah, like can you not wait for rain? Yeah, it's, it, it rains in Japan, or just get in a bloody watering can or something. Yeah, and I read like they were they filmed it in Hiroshima, so it's not like. They filmed it in Okinawa, where it doesn't rain; it's sunny all the time. It's you know, it rains in Japan, so yeah, just wait for it. Just time your bloody movie 
shot. Uh, yeah, and there wasn't that much that had to be shot in the rain. So why not just wait for those particular scenes to be shot on one rainy day? Yeah. Well, we'll never know. He was probably rushing to make Takeshi's Castle season 25 <laughs> or something. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, David Adelstein and Slate gave the movie 50 out of 100. He, say, he says, what saves Adorichi is that it ends for no clear reason with a foot stomping ensemble dance number that is both delightful and unhinging. <laughs> yeah, it sends you home with spasmodic giggles convinced this Japanese imp has discovered a new path to your unconscious which is sort of a weird review yep um, McMichael Wilmington in the Chicago Tribune gave it 100 <laughs> yeah a masterpiece of wry violence and stylized mayhem the blind swordsman turns loose one of Japan's most brilliant film auteurs Takeshi Kitano on one of its most enduring pop legends so yeah, there's a big total series of animes for about yeah, yeah, Satoichi, yeah. and yeah, he's a big character. So yeah, that's um, the uh, the reviews there for that. I think let's stick a sword in Satoichi. We're done. Some animated blood sticking at the back of him. <laughs> yeah, and let's roll and our randomized number for the next episode. Oh my god, thirty one. Thirty <laughs> one. Yes. <laughs> Wow! Oh, crap. Um, I don't even have to edit the, mo- the our episode now because I just went on to page number two. Uh, episode thirty-one is a classic that I've never ever watched, and I'm embarrassed oh. to say so. It's some like it hot. Oh wow! Okay, I have seen this. Um, I don't think it deserved to be up in number thirty-one. It's still a good movie. Oh well. I haven't seen it in 30 years. <laughs> it's a very short summary. When two male musicians witness a mob hit, they flee the state in an all-female band disguised as women, just like Satoichi and the sibling. Yeah. Um, but further complications set in. Obviously a Billy Wilder movie. Uh, it's got a meta score of 98 and a user score of 8.3. So Is this very... the one with Marilyn Monroe in it? I think it must be. Yes, it is. It is. Mm. Yeah. It's his. It's Billy Wilder's highest rated uh, movie on Metacritic, um, ahead of Double Indemnity, The Apartment, and Sunset Boulevard. So, it's uh, it's definitely out there, definitely up there with quality stuff. So yeah, it's got the, that's a good historical movie to get our uh, yeah. teeth into. It's I'm um, interested to watch that again. Yeah, nineteen fifty nine, two hours and one minute. Excellent. Okay, so. Some Like It Hot will be our episode 44. Yes, 44. Uh, please take a look at our TikTok. Follow if you're on TikTok. I don't blame if you're not on TikTok, but uh, we're putting all our scenes, some scenes from our movies up there that we've watched. Uh, we're all on all the audio pod- podcasts. Get some reviews and ratings in there if you haven't done so already. And we will see you on episode 44 for Some Like It Hot. Bye-bye. Cheerio. Sure.